Our student spotlight segment highlights students at Cardinal Gibbons High School who live the mission of Gibbons through their leadership. Listen to students from various grades and programs as they come together to share their insights and experiences with the greater Gibbons community. Thank you to our students for taking the time to join us for our student spotlight. We are better because of the time we spent with you. Welcome back guys to Gibbons Leads. We have another awesome student spotlight with two great students here. Uh, Ava Asilla, who is a sophomore and Kevin Haller, who is a freshman. Um, we're really grateful for the two of you and we really would just wanna kick us off with just what do you do at Gibbons? What are your kind of intersections with different groups? And um, just tell us a little bit about what you do here. I'm Ava Stella and I'm a sophomore. I'm on the tennis team. I do a little stuff in the arts program. Um, this year I've been doing stuff for GPS and I'm a part of the Chick-fil-A Leadership Academy and I do a little stuff for IQ too. <laughs> Lots of yeah, stuff so um, I'm currently the driver and one of the lead builders on the robotics team. Awesome. Um, I'm in the I'm on the FYI leadership council. Um, I'm I'm heavily involved with the investment club now. Ooh, what else? I'm on the tennis team. Um, so that's pretty fun. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty much it. Pretty much it. That's pretty good for, <laughs> yeah. for a freshman, right? We've been having conversations with older students and a lot of them giving the advice of get involved, get started soon. And you've really definitely uh, already done that, which is really cool to see. Um, so Kevin, just to, to kind of start us off, you're a freshman. This is your first year at Gibbons. Yeah. It's a different year than probably most years at Gibbons, but it's we're doing pretty good thinking about all the things that you've been involved in. So tell us a little bit about like your first impressions of Gibbons. Like how would you describe this school to somebody that maybe has never been here, visited here before and wants to know more? What would you say? So coming in, I had been around the Gibbons culture for, for a while because my sister went here um, and like the, the football games and like the uh, tailgating was like just amazing. And just the overall environment and energy at Gibbons you know, was unrivaled like anywhere else I toured. Um, so it was like, it was easy for me to go to Gibbons with all the, with all the opportunities um, that were presented mm -hmm. here. And how has that been compared to your initial impressions to kind of what your experience has been like this year? I feel like I didn't, I don't think I truly grasped how much there was to do at Gibbons until I came here. Um, Cause my mom would always tell me like, you know, you have to be balanced, you got to get involved, you know, and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure I'll get involved, join, you know, a couple of clubs. And it's like, oh my God, there's like 70 clubs. Again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lots to do. Well, it's really cool to see that you've already kind of jumped right into that. Um, Ava, tell us a little bit about, you know, you're a sophomore. You had an interesting end to your freshman year and an interesting start to your sophomore <laughs> year. You've got the full freshman experience, but then the end kind of changed a little bit. So. Tell me a little bit about kind of what's been different about this year for you, but then also like something that you kind of learned from this shift that we've had to make. Um, you know, Kevin's had no other experience, but now you've had a similar experience, but what's been good about it? Um, what, what have you learned and what are you excited about? Um, so, I mean, unlike Kevin, my <laughs> freshman year, I kind of went into it like thinking I needed to put all my eggs in one basket and just, you know, do tennis, maybe do like a club or two, and then I would be fine. But what I realized like sophomore year, um, growing your leadership skills, it kind of like leads you on this path to like 
people who want to reach out to you and people who want you to participate in things because they see you putting good energy and like real authentic like work into things that you do every day so i mean i think from last year what i learned is like um being authentic that is what can like get you a really good successful leadership pathway at givens because mm -hmm. like you can well when I learned all about um, the different leadership things that you can do, I learned that it wasn't just student council. Um, I just kind of realized that there was things that I could start doing on my own. I didn't have to have people like lay out this pathway for me because like at Givens, you don't really have someone necessarily holding your hand and telling you every single thing that you need to be participating in. You kind of figure that out on your own, mm -hmm. but this year like i feel like there's a lot of good stuff that come that came from it like mm -hmm. chick-fil-a leadership academy i absolutely love it and that's something that i was invited to be a part of but i feel like i'm going to take a lot of really good stuff out of just because last year um i made a lot of good connections with teachers i made a lot of good connections with students so just being authentic that is what can lead you to become a great leader it's really good advice Really good advice. Yeah, so you know your freshman teachers. There's probably a couple. Um, I may have been one of them uh, who nominated <laughs> you for uh, Chick Fil A Leadership Academy. Um, but you know, I think you speaking into being authentic was one of the reasons that uh, some of your teachers did that. Mm -hmm. And then also here we are, and you know, Miss Byrne picked a handful of students to to have in these student spotlights, and I'm sure she's going to be picking more. Um, but you were one of the ones as a sophomore that she picked. Um, can I ask you, Mrs. Byrne, like what it is about Ava that you saw so, you know, as a sophomore, you're like, wow, like, you know, she's killing it. So I would say that really my real interaction with Ava was through GPS this year. Um, and that's kind of helped me put a little bit more of a spotlight on her in the Chick-fil-A Leader Academy. You know, granted with the year and the format, it's hard to really get to know kids because I only really get to see them once a month. Same with the classroom, right? So working with her through GPS, um, and, and bringing her into that and inviting sophomores to be a part of that. Um, she really helped kind of put this new version of GPS that we created out there. And she was one of the first to do this new model and this new format. Her attitude was really positive um, and she was really invested. Like I felt like I could count on her. You know, I, I knew that she knew what was going on. She knew what the purpose of the event was all about. Um, and that's really important. And she knew what her purpose was. And, and I knew that like, as soon as those eighth graders got there, like they were in good hands. And I have to like, listen into what she was saying or like, make sure like, do you have your schedule? Like, do you know where you're going? Like, I just, I could count on her. Um, and amidst all the other stuff going on on that day, like having a student that you can count on, um, I think is just more valuable than, than I think a lot of students realize. It's just knowing that that kid knows what they're doing, why we're here yep. and what the value is for them to really put in their effort you know, um, and I don't have to like explain that to them. So um, that was something just really cool. And, and it was cool to then lean on her in the later dates to say, hey, you've done this before, like come back and kind of show everyone else how to do it. Um, so I think that was really, really cool. Um, and then for Kevin, I have Kevin in GFS this year. Well, hold on, because Kevin has a serious advantage. Yeah. Ava had freshman year technology True. skills with Mr. Nolan. Oh, True. Yeah. Kevin has Gibbons freshman seminar with Mrs. Byrne. I feel like she turned out pretty good. I don't know what you're talking about yeah, over here. Yeah, but this is unfair. No, no, definitely unfair. not. Definitely not. I mean, 
I think it's unfair that you get to have four sections of GFS and you get to see all these students and, and I only get one class, but um, in GFS, Kevin has stood out to me as a leader in I think what Ava said and just being his authentic self. And I, I appreciate that because I think, especially freshman year coming in, kids tend to kind of hold back. They're uncertain. They're not sure what, who they are, or what they want to put out there for everybody. Um, and Kevin is just like a himself 100% of the time. That, yeah, that was a big shocker for me coming from like a tennis academy mm-hmm. because like I had no clue I was going to come into a classroom and everyone was going to be dead silent for like the first <laughs> like two months. And I was like, <laughs> listen, teachers didn't know that either, my friend. Not answer the questions. Like, is that just what happens? Yep. Um, but you answer the questions, but you, you know, you're willing to put yourself out there and you bring other students into that experience. And I would say that you're a big part of the class dynamic that we have with our green group, um, which is a, a group that I really enjoy being around. And I think it's because you've paved the way for those kinds of, Hey, I'm going to actually interact here and I'm going to answer and I'm going to engage. And it's cool to do that. And you've brought other kids into that and you've made experience better for me as a teacher. So, um, thank you for being your authentic self. And, and I think that, that's pretty cool that you said that because that's really what I see in Kevin. So Well, that's leadership, right? Like you guys, I think there's so many people that take for granted the impact that you can have in the classroom. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. Uh, we get stuck on talking about extracurriculars a lot and leading on a sports team or yes. drama. But the, the, the person that she describes you being in the classroom, that is such an unbelievable um, way to lead. Mm-hmm. And you that's doing that, other, other students, your peers see that and it shows them like, oh, I don't have to be quiet. I can participate. I can, I can interact. I can, you know, form a relationship and whatnot. So that's a that's a massive way of leading um, that we don't talk about enough. Absolutely, and and I think kids don't realize that that's where I think it starts. You know, I think if you can feel comfortable in class, being the first to talk on Zoom, being the first to you know reel everyone in, being the first to maybe admit when things didn't go well in class right we had some situations happen this year and and kevin had no problem stepping up and saying you know what we could have done better and like just being the first yeah um it sets the tone for everybody else because there are people that are waiting for someone to make that move they want to do it but they might not be quite there yet and so you know don't don't apply leadership to solely being an extracurricular thing or to being a positional thing like you can lead at any time. Like you said, you can kind of carve your own path, but it starts with being just a hundred percent you, um, and, and owning that. And, and I think you guys both do that really, really well. Um, which is really, really cool. Yeah. Cause you're not going to put on your resume or your college application. I was the leader of my biology class. There's no positional power in terms of you as a student in a class. Right. right. Um, and a lot of these kids want to be the president of something. They want to be the leader of this and that's yeah. great. Yeah. That's great. Um, but how about just being a, you know, a great ambassador for what's right in the classroom? Yes, absolutely. I think that's really important. And that definitely speaks to, to a lot of the qualities that you guys have. Um, so you're moving into junior year next year, yeah, yeah. which is crazy. <laughs> you're going to be an upperclassman. <laughs> you're rounding out your first year at Given. So talk to me about, like, share a little bit. What are you, what are you looking forward to? Like, what do you see for yourself kind of over the next few years um, in your, your Gibbons journey, whether it be with leadership or, or faith or service or whatever? Well, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is just a couple of weeks ago, I get an email from Ms. Byrne about leadership retreats and becoming an actual retreat leader. And it's just so crazy to think that last year I was on my first retreat and I was getting to know these upperclassmen that like took their time to lead my freshman retreat. 
I was like, man, that would be a really fun thing for me to do, like, when I get older. <laughs> and now I literally just signed up for it. Like, it's pretty crazy, but I'm so excited because I feel like, like I said earlier, I've kind of carved this path for myself. And now, like, I'm entering a stage where I get to do those really fun and exciting things that I was looking forward to my freshman year. Mm -hmm. That's super cool. Super cool. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm just kind of nervous with, like, time management because, like, <laughs> Going from no APs to three APs with all of like the extracurricular stuff mm -hmm. I'm doing is like, I don't know how I'm supposed to manage that, mm -hmm. um, but it'll be interesting. It'll yeah. be fun. It's definitely a big jump, I'd say, from kind of some of the stuff you do freshman year to then sophomore year, and then it's also a jump from sophomore year. To, I mean, there's a jump every single year that has to be made, um, and it's interesting to hear some of the, the feedback from our older kids, like, what did I wish I knew? What did I <laughs> wish I had done differently, right? Um, so you're going to be fine, by the way. You'll be just fine with that. But you're already on a great track. You're getting involved. You're getting your feet wet in a bunch of different things. Um, what advice would you give him on that? You're leaving your sophomore year. He's about to enter. What would you say to Kevin? Well, And the other Kevins that are out there listening to this podcast, probably thinking <laughs> and maybe stressing about the same thing. I mean, I say just keep doing your thing that you're doing right now because he is putting himself – He's kind of just spreading himself out and just trying out a bunch of different things. He's getting super involved in tons of different clubs. And it sounds like in the classroom, he's just kind of like um, really showing leadership values mm -hmm. to other students and other freshmen, which I think is really important because a lot of the things that you end up doing throughout Gibbons, a lot of things that you get involved with, you just kind of hear it from your peers and you mm -hmm. hear it from other students. You're like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like you will be that student that other kids are going to learn from and they're going to be like, man, like investment club, like I should do what Kevin's doing. Mm -hmm. So I say just keep um, putting yourself out there and trying a bunch of different things because a lot of people look back and kind of regret not trying out a bunch of little things just for fun at Gibbons so um yeah I say just that's keep doing advice. your thing that's what I would say that's, that would be the same advice that I would have for you and you've got a you know a recency to your freshman year there's going to be students coming in next year as new freshmen um mm -hmm. and you've got to have great pers perspective for them what advice would you give to our incoming freshmen for next year um I would say don't do what I did first quarter <laughs> which was <laughs> I didn't I, I, you know, because COVID, you know, grading and that kind of stuff is more laid back. So I'm like, oh, this is super easy. I'll get my homework done, you know, and then I'll, I'll go do something that's kind of productive, but not, you know, really productive. Um, and then second quarter, I would say, I would say do more what I did second quarter, which is, you know, get involved, you know, in get involved, like take like a, like a swab of like all of your interests, you know, and join like a whole bunch of clubs and like, you know, see which ones you like, mm -hmm. you know, see which ones, you know, can be improved and, you know, like what you can bring to the table, you know, to help those clubs. Because I feel like for me, it's not, it's not necessarily being a part of the club or, you know, having a title for the club, but it's, it's making the club, you know, and the people, you know, that are involved with it, you know, become more successful, mm -hmm. you know, in the club and in the classroom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, contribute over time. 
That's, yeah. that's really great advice. And, and sometimes joining a club isn't a formal, you know, you don't sign a paper, you don't sign up on a website, but I know that last Friday you came to Cube Friday for the first time, which is our business and entrepreneurship program, um, and just showing up. Right. And, and, you know, I think there's a, a misunderstanding of what joining a club is sometimes. Mm-hmm. Just go be in the room where things are happening, and you might not figure it out on day one, but you'll get a sense of like, okay, is this a room I enjoy being in or not? And then do I want to come back? Okay, I came back. Now I kind of get it. And next thing you know, you're the person helping the person who now is in the room for the first time. Um, I think that's a really special thing about this place. And what I love being a part of it is, um, you know, getting people in the room. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, it's, you know, I think that model is like kind of how clubs used to operate. Like, oh, I'm just going to sign a paper and therefore now I'm a leader because I'm part of this club, right? Yeah. And we've definitely moved away from that, which is good. But at the same time, it does kind of make it hard sometimes because yeah. kids really do have to like put their, they got to put their foot in the door and go swab, which I love that analogy because obviously, you know, <laughs> science-minded, like that makes sense to me. Like swab <laughs> around and see like what what gets cultivated, right? What grows and, and what, what your passion is. And like I said, I think that's great advice. You know, get your feet wet try some new things, be authentic and do what you like really, really love and enjoy. And it's okay if you decide like, yeah, I'm not actually, this isn't my thing. I'm not going to do that. Let me give that up to somebody else. Right. Um, but I think honing in on that message, it starts in the classroom. Like just don't forget that that is a place to be identified. And that is a place for leadership to start. Um, and I know that I think our kids will be better for it if, and our teachers will be better for it if we could approach that with that mentality because it's there and I can see it. And I've been grateful for GFS this year to be able to witness that in my students. Um, in a weird year, more than ever, leadership has been more evident to me because of how hard things have been, right? If we weren't on Zoom and doing some of this stuff, maybe I wouldn't have seen this side of Kevin, you know? Um, but I think that this challenging piece of all that brings out some of those leadership qualities in a lot of us. Um, so it's cool to see that. Yes, the foundation. Uh, I was asking grad school this week in a discussion board to describe professionalism. Um, and there's professionalism for students. Mm-hmm. You know? Professionalism. That's that's one of the key things in the robotics. So describe that to us. So it's basically we we've actually you know in the robotics club have had a little bit of a hard time you know putting putting a finger on it, but it's it's just kind of how do you act to you know encourage and like cultivate you know the free flow of ideas you know within a community you know to make sure that everybody's heard you know and everybody you know has a say and just just kind of treating treating others like because i know it's hard especially in clubs you know treating others like it's a job you know what i mean because like you can oh you're like no that's that's not a good idea but like you know in a in a clubs or you know in a club setting versus like a job setting you know it's it should be the same response i guess that's what i'm trying to say yeah um, yeah. Gracious professionalism is, is being gracious, you know, to others and, you know, being professional in the way you approach things. And it can be fun, but just as hearing how Miss Byrne described you with GPS, you know, you're a pro. She knows she doesn't have to worry about you. Mm-hmm. You're going to do what you're going to say. You're going to show up. Um, and perform at a level yep. that is higher than what I my expectations were. Because my expectations were just like, let's just do this. Yep. But then to do it and to then go above and beyond, um, that's really important. That's yeah. really important. It's really cool stuff. You guys are awesome. Our school's in good hands over the next few years with the two of you in it. Just keep being you and, and keep making us proud and keep 
creating leaders, like leaders make leaders, right? So um, just keep embodying the things that you're embodying. And I know that you guys are going to, you know, impact a lot of students in the future, both your peers and younger students as well. So awesome. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. See ya. Killed it.